Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong. Radiant. Timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. So here's the thing that I'm learning. I guess a lot of people aren't smoking weed anymore. They're now eating it. I have a combination of many different things. You know what I like to smoke that. I hear you because I like to smoke that shit. And I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why. You get way more stoned when you smoke it than when you mm. eat it. You know what I mean? Um, sometimes one doesn't want to be that messed up, and you just want a light little tingle. Mm. When mm. who doesn't want to be? The, Listen, man, that light little tingle is like spidey senses to me, man. That shit's like a fucking anxiety. Well, you're issue. you're a large man. You're a large man, and also that you shit's have like oh, a truck's coming. That light little tingle. I'm telling I you, I don't want the I, light little tingle. I want to be knocked out and, like the whole body tingle. Right, and be like a truck's coming. I there don't are, fuck. There I can't are those move. of us. There are those of us out there that kind of just want a light little. Ooh, that flower looks really red. <laughs> <laughs> no. my, my my weed shop my weed shop i walk in and they're like you're back already <laughs> i mean i'm not complaining but geez kid i love that you, you probably keep the lights on in that place you're like Dude, you're like norm and cheers I walk in. they got a nickname for me and everything man i woke up singing your song today which one? What you trying to get into? What day of soon? What you trying to do? What you trying to get into? When Donald and I used to be young and go out, we would uh, we would text. <laughs> or I guess we would probably call each other like, yo, what you trying to get into tonight? What you trying to get into tonight? Dude? What you trying to get into tonight? That used to be the go-to. When we'd be at work, it would be like, it would be like 6 o'clock and we'd get off early. Let's say it was a Wednesday and we'd get off at around, you know, nine or ten 
And at around 9 to 10, that's when the club kind of opens up, right? And you'd be like, yo, yo, what you trying to get into? <laughs> <laughs> We'd have work. If they were like, you don't have to be at work until 10 o'clock in the, in the, in the morning tomorrow, it would be like, yo, dude, I don't got work till 10. What about you? I don't got work till 10. What you trying, trying to get, to get into? into? And then, and then now that we're old, we're just gonna say it like jokingly, like, "Yo, what you trying to get into tonight?" And we're like, "I'm trying to go to sleep at eight. I'm trying to get in my bed." <laughs> right? I'm trying to. But uh, then, to then some. And then, as we've told you, Donald's uh, name, middle name is Adeoshun. So then it became a song. I don't know if I wrote it or you. I think I wrote you it. You wrote it. What you trying to get into, Adeoshun? What you trying to do? But I often. <laughs> It sounds like a Sesame Street song. One, two, three, four, five, six, six seven, seven, eight, eight nine, nine, ten, ten eleven, twelve. <laughs> what you trying to get into, I dare soon. What you trying to do? do? <laughs> you had some, you had one, some two, flavor three, to four, it. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm trying to stay out till one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 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 nine, ten, eleven. I like it when you do it because you add a little sauce. You're like. Trying to get into what what you're trying to. It's that Al Jarreau, man. We were yeah, you Al Jarreau it up. You Al Jarreau it up. What you trying to get into? I what what you trying to get into? <laughs> this is welcome to the stoned out version of fake doctors <laughs> and real friends. Well, listen, every morning, I will be almost, your navigator today. almost every morning I wake up singing a song and I don't know if I've thought about it in my sleep or what, but I, I hum, assuming I'm in a good mood, which is often, I, I have a little song while I'm doing my morning pee and I'm just bopping my head to something and you never know what it's going to be. But this morning it was, what you trying to get into, what you trying to do, what you trying to do. <laughs> Oh man, I miss those days. I yeah, miss man. those days of what you're trying to get. Was into, there a place called J- Josephs we used to go to? There was Josephs, yeah, and that was just off a of Yucca, yeah, and you know, Ivar. Isn't there a line in uh, in, um, in? Is it made? Yeah, made. You think I'm trying to spend the rest of my life living on Yucca? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, Vince Vaughn in yeah. the very very underrated movie Made. I think it's, I love uh, that movie. Do you want because to fast- you stole my van. And I don't like you. Yeah. If you haven't seen Made, see Made, John Favreau and Vince Vaughn. It was after Swingers, and they were, it was like, I think Favreau's next film after that. Oh, no. that They had blown up after, like, the two of them. Oh, so, yeah, up. they blew up, and they did other stuff. But that was the next movie they did together. They came back and did this one together. And the only thing funnier than Made is watching the outtakes. You got to watch oh, Vince Vaughn. I don't know if we've, have we talked about this yet on the podcast? We're already getting to the point where I don't remember if we've said this already. But no, we haven't talked you gotta about You got to watch, if you want to laugh your ass off, watch Vince Vaughn riffing like only Vince Vaughn could back in the day. And making shit up, and Favreau struggling to get through the scene, and it is hilarious. The two of them together, man, that shit is magic. Like they should really go back. I know they're they're both very grown now, and both very seasoned now. Also, I It'll wonder if the nice. magic's lost, though. Maybe I don't know, man. I because think some I, of it was they were so young, and I mean, Swingers was just fucking incredible, and they were just so young and wide eyed, and they had the just the most amazing banter. And yeah. um, and 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 they would improv like crazy, and it was just I don't know. Vince Vaughn was the quickest mofo in the world back in the day. Yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you something right now, man. I think they're both so like. Look at us, man. I think if we were to do Scrubs now, knowing what we know about comedy and about the industry and about 
timing and about making television and stuff like that, if we were to go back and start all over from the beginning mm-hmm. with our knowledge, Scrubs would have been way more funny. That's like anything. It would have been way more funny. I think the two of them still have their, you know, I think they still have their uh, their 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 connection. Their magic. They, their magic. And if they were to go out there and do another, I, I would personally love to see another incarnation of the two characters from Swingers uh, a la Maid. Well, Allah, whatever way it would made, be. Made. I don't know anyone that's seen Made other than you and I. But uh, it's that's very bullshit, funny. man. That it was not. A, so... It was not. A, it was not a hit or not a popular movie. I don't think. Oh man, such a good movie. Cardiff Giants, all of that stuff, and then how Vince yeah. Vaughn spent all the money in one night and everything. Yeah. Come on, man. That shit's <laughs> just so. It's such a good. Yeah, and then the, the scene I love when they when they get their per diem and then right, <laughs> and he spends. <laughs> he's like, so this is my per diem. Right, Vince Vaughn's character can't get can't get his head around the idea that he just gets cash. Right, this is mine. So this is my per diem. This is my yeah. This is your (laughs) yes. And he starts handing money out on the plane (laughs) because this is is how I do. Daddy in this movie too. Yes, he is. Yes, and 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 Sam Rockwell plays a guy who works at the hotel. They're staying at like it's supposed to be like the Mercer Hotel down in Soho. Soho, yes, right. (laughs) And uh, and you get a goldfish. Remember, he plays like. We could yes. do a podcast on May, Donald. We should do a special episode. By the way, you know what we should do one day? Yeah. Let's say we really keep liking this and we run out of episodes. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do season nine. We'll just, yeah, we should do season nine. We should do but it then we should start doing this for movies we love. Like, we'll just like do a rewatch of our favorite films. I'd love to do that. Maybe we could get the guests of our favorite films. Oh, that's cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. We could have, we could have uh, Vince Vaughn and, uh, John if we Favreau. got see, that's the problem though. If John Favreau was on our podcast, I don't know how long I would be able to hold out before asking him for a job in Star Wars or Marvel. Yeah, I don't know probably, how long I'd be able to hold that's out. Probably, for. Be, <laughs> bless you, don't Sorry. die, dude. That's bless probably you. why he doesn't want to uh, come on. I'm sh- yeah, that's probably exactly why. You he know, a lot of these guys, like I imagine, you know. John Favreau's of the world, or people that get entrenched in the Star Wars universe, especially they probably don't. Or Marvel, leave their, man, Marvel is. is they probably don't want to. They probably don't want to leave their house. They're like, oh god, the Donald Faison's of the world are going to be like, damn. <laughs> I'm um, chilled out. Hold on. In, um, in Iron Man, um, no. at, at three minutes and twenty-one seconds no. in, um, is that a real no. explosion? No, you'll never hear me ask about the move. You know what? I made that mistake once in life, and I got the answer I wanted, and I was so in awe of. The fact that he was talking to me about what about his process or his process that or his I process. or process that I fucking missed every word he said. I met so I've met George Lucas quite a few times because I'm a mm-hmm. huge Star Wars fan, and mm-hmm. we had just finished watching Revenge of the Sith, Sith at Skywalker Ranch, and he's standing with uh, of all people Sam Jackson, Mace Windu, and Ludacris, right, and Ludacris had said to me, you know, I'm thinking about getting into acting. Is there any advice you could give me? And I said to him, dude, you know how to do music videos and stuff like that. You know how to rap and everything. Just bring everything, all of that energy that you bring in your music, just bring that to acting, that concentration. Just do that. He was like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And so when he did that, I was like, all right, so now he did that in front of George Lucas. I now have an end to George Lucas to ask George Lucas, so how would you come up with Star Wars? Oh, God. So I'm embarrassed already. I said, so how'd you come up with Star Wars? And he fucking answered the question. He's like, well, so what I do is I, you know, I sit down in my house and 
I'm like, oh, what would be an interesting galaxy? Uh, let's see, uh, maybe a galaxy far away. And then I could come up with the idea of a planet. Okay, on this end, this galaxy, there's a planet. What would the planet be? Let's say it's Tatooine, okay? And then what's, what's it like on Tatooine? And he goes into the whole fucking thing on how wow. he's creating galaxies and, you know, and I'm sitting there, and in my mind, I'm like, fucking George Lucas is talking to me. Fucking George Lucas is talking to me. Fucking and you didn't George hear the Lucas answer. Talking to me. I didn't hear one word he said. <laughs> he gave me the algorithm to Star Wars, and I wasn't listening because I was so in awe of the fact that I was talking to George Lucas. Do you oh think this God. is a lie? This is the honest. I walked away like, you fucking moron. You fucking didn't listen. You know what's funny? In my mind, George Lucas was like, hey, invite Donald Faison because I might put him in on one of the leads of one of my new films. Okay, sir, we'll invite him. And then you get there and he's like, oh, no, he's one of those guys who asked me how I come up with Star Wars. Forget it, Jimmy. Dude, I sat in front of him for Revenge of the Sith, right? And he's behind me. And I, I loved Revenge of the Sith. Even when I saw it back in the day, I loved it. I still oh, Joel, look at the face Joel's giving you. And I sat in front of him. And I remember I was there and we had, you know, we had cocktails before the movie. It was like this big MTV premiere. We had cocktails. We had food, et cetera. I might have even smoked a cigarette back then. This was a long time ago, right? Mm. And I'm there with this girl that I'm dating, and we are watching Revenge of the Sith. And the movie ends, and I turn around, and I look at him, and I can see he's like, what would you think? And I'm like, dude, it was fucking amazing. You did it, George. You, no, you fucking didn't. did it. No, you oh didn't. my god, I'm I'm losing my mind. I grab oh, him. No. I give him a hip hop hug grabbed and everything. Him? Yeah, I give him a big hug and everything. I'm like, I can't believe you. You did it, George. You fucking did it. Oh my god. And I turn around and I go, Whew, I can't believe it. He fucking did it." And I say it to the girl I'm dating at the time, and she's like, "Oh my god. Babe, your breath smells <laughs> so bad right now. <laughs> but I'm like all in his face. Oh, my God. George, you fucking did it. Oh, you no. did That's it. so embarrassing. By the it way, I have very- another embarrassing story related to Star Wars you did. Oh, what did I do? Doesn't Kathleen Kennedy have an identical twin? Oh, God, twin? she has an identical and twin. And you went and congratulated the identical twin. Yeah, I did. I oh, congratulated. my God. We were- and you know what? And here's the problem with it. Here's the problem with it. No, all. bro, that was embarrassing. I was with you yeah. for that one. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. And then she laughed at me about it after I told her. I was like, I just fucking went up to your sister and congratulated her on Star Wars. And you were so like, dialed in with these people. I just don't understand how we can't get you apart. <laughs> You're friends with the cowboy hat guy. Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni. You're friends with Kathleen Kennedy and or her identical twin. George <laughs> Lucas knows how bad your breath can be. Why can't these fucking people hire you to be in these movies? I did Felicity with J.J. Abrams. Yeah. You are like, it's, it's uh, God, what, I, I, I really, I really want to make it one of my life priorities to at least get you in one of these movies. I mean, fucking Ed Sheeran's in, 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 in costume, hidden, doing cameos in these movies. Why can't Ed you Ed Sheeran's be? in Game of Thrones, too, man. It's like, you know. Why can't it's you what be? what it is. Because one, I, I don't Who can I call? Who can I call? You got a lot of friends you could call, dude. You're freaking well. I was, at, I was at the same call hotel. Call Spielberg and make Spielberg call, Luke, uh, call Lucas, who will then call everybody over at Disney. You know who you need to get in touch with? What? These are the two people I need you to get in touch with for me. Yeah. Feige? Okay, I don't really know Feige, but I'm writing it down. Kevin Feige. Okay, I'm going to call him today. Who else? And the head of Disney. Well, Sean Bailey is a friend of mine. He's uh he's the head of production, president of production at Disney. So I'm gonna call Sean Bailey. Okay, Sean Bailey. 
Uh-huh. Foggy, okay. Now, will you make sure that when you meet them, you have a mint in your mouth? I will, I will definitely I will definitely mint up that day. I, I will not once... only mint up that day, I will keep all of my emotions buried, as Jedi do. I was on, uh, I hung I out with JJ while he was making uh, the last uh, Star Wars movie. We were staying at the same hotel, and I would often see him in the lobby of the hotel, and we would, uh, we would shoot the shit. And I remember him sitting with a laptop, clearly in my mind, which was tweaking the screenplay over by the fireplace in the lobby in London, and I thought, oh my God, Donald would freak out right now. JJ's over by the fireplace, what looks clearly like doing a rewrite of the script. Yeah, you know... You're so lucky that I was not there. I know, because you would have gone over and been like, you did it! No, no, no. You'd be like, Donald, get off of me. No, no, no. Let's let's just be honest with it it all. The order of appreciation for the Star Wars trilogies is the first trilogy, obviously, the the Empire Strikes Back, New Hope, Return of the Jedi, those three. Then you got to go Clone Wars. You got to do all of that stuff. You got to go episode one, two, and three, and Joelle, then you got to go. I, I can't. I can't weigh in, Joelle. Please weigh in because you you it's speak. One hundred percent right so far. There's you speak. No then you got to go seven, eight, nine. You know. You know. Uh, and and the thing about seven, eight, nine is it started so great, and then it kind of went off in a direction that nobody, you know, some people love it, some people don't love it, and then they tried to you know correct it, and I don't know. I don't know. You know, a lot of people. Really, really love the new trilogy. I'm one of those people who's a little, you know, a little iffy dippity about it. I love Star Wars for the rest of my life. Don't ever get it twisted. I will always be a true fan of Star Wars. I'm not necessarily sure that the last trilogy was my favorite. That's all. Okay. I feel like that's super fair. I feel like it's, it's definitely a 50-50 split on fans. I think it'll see a lot like with the original or with the prequels we saw a lot of kids who that was their first star wars are like ride or die for it they're like you can't tell me anything the prequels are amazing it's my first experience so i'm sure we'll have another crop of kids who are like no kylo is everything and i really like the relationship between ren and kylo and there's a lot to love uh scene wise there's a ton of like scenes and moments scenes and moments exactly joel Ooh. you're nailing it Ray scenes shooting and lightning moments. was like what is even happening like or so just good the- or just the storyline between Kylo and and Ray, you know what I mean, and mm-hmm. how and how they found each other, and the you know, it gets a little twisted. I feel like, and this is just my personal belief, and I love, I you know, I as a movie by itself, I think uh, the Last Jedi is a good movie, but in the trilogy form, I don't think it fits at all. I think it's like, and I think it's because they're writing around shit in the two that surround it. You know what I mean? So mm, in mm. The Force Awakens, they wrote a story. He deviates from the story. And then J.J. tries to correct. But- yeah, the course correcting at the end did not work for me. I love The Last Jedi. It's my favorite of the new trilogy. But it's because it has a lot of tropes that I look for in a Star Wars. It takes a lot of the Clone Wars moments that I love and brought them to the like the big screen. And I was all like, Haldo? Blowing up the ship, like that's my next tattoo. Very legitimately. But who the fuck is Holdo, man? And where the fuck does Holdo come from? If you had read the book, Princess of Alderaan, you would know exactly who that's Leia's best friend. Yeah, I totally totally get that. But for the majority of Star Wars fans, who the fuck is Holdo? It's like people that, it's like introducing Darth Maul again in Solo. Most of the people didn't, what most Star Wars fans who see the movies have never watched the Clone Wars and have never watched Rebels. So they have no idea that Darth Maul survives this fall uh, from 
from Obi Wan mm-hmm. Kenobi, when Obi Wan okay. Kenobi slices okay. him in half. Okay. Okay. Hold on, just Donald, just wait a second. I'm worried that people are tuning out. I'm worried that people. I'm worried, about it. <laughs> I'm worried that people are we're like, fuck we're gonna this pin podcast. I did we're gonna not pin sign it now. up for a We're going to pin Wars it now. Show. We're going to pin it now. Let's get back to Scrubs. <laughs> is there something you want to say, Joelle? I was going to put a period on it and then we can move on. Which is, this is the new the new conversation of nerds. Old nerdom used to be you had to read all the comics to go into the movies, the TV shows to enjoy the stuff because that's where all the juicy details were. And that's how we separated. And I don't want to reopen the argument of what a true nerd is. You can like things and be as nerdy about them as you want to. But I find something so, so satisfying about having read 100 comic books and 36 novels and getting to the movie. And then all of that back work is paid off in the film. It's beautiful. I know it alienates some people and that frustrates people, but get on board. Like, it's awesome. (laughs) Joelle, you and I are the same person. I've read damn near every Star Wars comic book my, like, I have singles, I have the actual graphic novels, I have it all. But that being said, man, it's like, you got to look at it as a lot of people don't read that shit. And because they don't read that shit, you got to keep the story, you know, you can still pay homage and have little inside jokes, but you can't make actual storyline about things that happen in a comic that only, you know, like, a million people read. You know what I mean? You just can't. You just I understand what you're saying. I still love it. <laughs> no doubt. Same here. And that being said, five, six, seven, eight. Stories about a show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said, here's a story. I think we should have kept going. I think we should have kept the preamble because you know why? People are going to think, Joelle and Donald have begun a Star Wars podcast, and I accidentally clicked on that. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, that was literally only three minutes, dude. It was literally only It was great. I was able to get a light nap in. Listen, um, (laughs) Isaac Isaac Washington, Ted Lang from The Love Boat. Yes. He's in this episode. How awesome is that? He's amazing in this episode, too. Yes, he's a good actor. And I, I always like him. thought that he had done more episodes than just this one. I thought he was in two of them. Now, did you watch The Love Boat? There's so many episodes of The Love Boat. It's like over 200 episodes of The Love Boat. Did I've you watch several, it as a kid? I watched several episodes of The Love Boat. I do believe he did more than this. I think we didn't we have other cast members from The Love Boat on yes, the show? Yes, well, Doc. Doc was on. Um, wasn't Doc on? Yeah, I believe so i i could let's this is a scrubs wiki question no we can't put him to work right away dude how are we doing with him joelle do we get him his funko pops good. okay he's happy i'm working on that yes you gotta keep he's him happy. happy it's like you gotta keep you gotta feed the beast you gotta give him swag every time he answers a question donald do you want me to do the recap oh yeah oh yeah did you rehearse i didn't this time okay let me get my timer ready um i don't really think this is i'm gonna say something controversial that i don't say very often Right? Yeah. This episode's not that great. Okay. I I I wow. That's that's something to be said. Uh <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. And by the way, two all-stars behind it, Matt Tarsus and Mark Buckingham. I'm just saying it wasn't one of my favorites. I, I didn't LOL. It doesn't really go anywhere at the end. It this is just like a day in the life in the hospital. And it kind of you'll kind of hear that in my recap. It feels I'll like start. a B-side. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a, it's like, right. It's like the Wu-Tang Clan came out with Protect Your Neck, and on the B-side was Method Man. The Method Man song is dope, 
and the protected next. I can't. This is a bad example because both songs were so really were just really good. All right. This well, is, I think we yeah. all know a song on the album that comes out that's like, eh, it's not the best song, but I'll still play it. Right. And that's how I feel about this episode. It's like it's fine. There's some funny shit, and there's the opera singer singing mistake. Mistake. And there's some there's a couple funny things, but I was I I didn't I didn't really laugh out loud that much. Okay. Rob made that me laugh being out said, loud. Here we go. All Start right. Wait. 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 Let me get my timer ready. Okay, and go. The gang has reached a new level of confidence, but all make big mistakes in this episode. Mm. They all have to learn to live with it because, let's be honest, in real life, you don't get a do-over. Some find it very challenging, some find it very easy, but in the end, all of them are happy with how they've confronted their mistake and have learned a lesson, or so it seems. Okay, well, that was 23 seconds. Ow. That's all I needed. I feel like you need to be... um, Really using your time because no, if fuck you that got, shit. You, I'm you trying. Had, listen, I have listen, I have anxiety listen, over you, this every fucking episode. Well, dude. good. You had seven seconds. You could have gone into detail about the janitor wearing a white coat. Well, no, because that's not the that's not the that's not a recap. That's I think when you story. Wait, listen, my, my that's friend, telling the when story. you have when you're lo- when you're fucking just giving up seven seconds, you could be talking about the B story, the C story. You could that's that's well, but powerful. I think that's what we're supposed to do in the podcast. No, but you could also be like, and also the janitor wear you could be like, and also the janitor wears a white coat because he tries to make okay. JD jealous. Tell me, tell me if I have, tell me if I get this in seven seconds. And right. also, the janitor wears a white coat because JD decided to wear a white coat to work one day. Okay. That was a very funny storyline, though, I thought. I the thought janitor? the fact that, no, well, that too, but the fact that JD decided to wear, you know what? I'm a fucking resident now. I'm going to wear a white coat to work. Right. And, and, and because I'm important and I'm a doctor and I need right. this white he coat. Was for status. He was he feeling was totally himself. He was totally feeling himself. He's feeling accomplished. Yeah. You know? Well, and then a um, little bit of trivia Dr. Cox does not wear a white coat the whole episode, which is odd because he wears a white coat. Always. Right, and I think I, I get. I'm assuming it was uh, some directorial choice to have him in his biceps. By the way, his biceps. He must have done a lot of. I have a sense that Johnny and the director decided, oh, I won't wear a white coat just to really accentuate what a dork JD is. And then Johnny was like, but but in lieu of a white coat, my biceps are going to be fucking pumped. He doesn't fuck around, man. You could I tell bet he that- was curling before each scene. You can tell that Johnny does not fuck around when it comes to fitness, man. No. His fitness was, you know, I don't know how, I'm, you know, his his wife is very health conscious when it comes to eating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Johnny was like that before he met her, but he definitely was putting on, he was definitely in the well, gym. I don't know about diet wise, but bro, he was always ripped. Yeah, he was putting that work he in. He puts dude. us to shame, dude. Yeah, he dude, is ripped. Easily. How are you doing on your fitness thing, by the way? Because I've been being a little lazy. I mean, obviously, I've, I've got a few things in my mind, but I've been—I haven't really been killing it. Well, until they make weed that doesn't give you the munchies, I'm in deep shit. Pretty okay. much, like I work. You're stuck out, in a loop. I work out an hour every day, pretty much. I work out, you know, with the trainer. I work out, you know, on my Peloton. Mm-hmm. I have food that's delivered to me. Shout out to Trifecta Nutrition. Do you know, by the way, in um, there's an allowable amount of of like insects and rodent yeah. parts allowed in tuna. Well, you're allowed to eat. There, yeah, the FDA allows you to allows packaging and all of that stuff. You're allowed to eat a certain amount of. I'm sure it's in all foods because you just can't control. You can't get right. if you have a factory. You can't get your insect slash rodent problem down to zero. But there right. is like a literally you can Google it. There's like an allowable amount of of like 
roach slash rat parts allowed in tuna fish? <laughs> Did you know that, Joel? Ru- you're ruining food for so many people. Right I'm just now. telling you. If you don't believe me, if you're sitting there listening, going, "If Fuck you like you, tuna salad sandwich, you might want to change your." Joel, your can you Google what the allowable that? amount of oh uh, of roach slash rodent parts in tuna is? It, it's Googleable. Just like that. Joel's oh, gonna Joel's gonna do it for you guys because you're probably jogging or mm. breastfeeding or mm. doing the dishes. <laughs> I've been listening to podcasts while I do uh, dishes. It's nice to it speeds along the dishes. Does it? Yeah. You have a lot of dishes like that where you got to be where you're washing for an hour. And well, I my have? girlfriend's a really good. No, I don't listen to the whole podcast. My girlfriend's a really good cook, and she's always hey, making. Hey, just stuff because and... she uses a lot of pots and pans doesn't make her a really good cook, bro. You know for a fact, oh. my girlfriend's a ridiculous cook. Your girlfriend's a very fucking good cook. She's a yeah. phenomenal. Uh, not cook. only is she making these gourmet meals, but also there's like breads going during the day, and it's like a whole thing. And I'm so appreciative of it. But then I look at the sink, and it's like, <laughs> like psycho. And uh, so I gotta oh, go in. Oh God, Joelle's face is not making. She's not making. Oh, uh, what is it, Joelle? Right. Okay, oh, my God. here we go. Uh, this is according to LiveScience.com. Ground cinnamon can contain up to an average of 400 egg. Insect fragments per 50 grams. Yeah. Oregano can do an average of 300 insect fragments per 10 grams. Yeah. Anything that on tuna? Gross. I remember tuna being high. How many grams in an ounce? 28. 28 grams in an ounce? How do you know that, Daniel? How do you think I know that? Because you'd be <laughs> selling that shit on the regular. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Don't get the cops coming to his store. Wait a second. The Joel, did coming you, after, did you the find, cops ain't coming to be the feds. Did you, find, the feds. Did you find tuna, uh, Joel? I think that's what Daniel just said to you, right? No, he yeah. was talking about how many grams... In and out. I just know how many grams are so in and out. No, no, okay, Joel. No, yeah, in yeah, tuna. Look, tuna specifically, because I remember reading that being like, "Oh, you're allowed to have rat parts in your tuna." Yeah. By the way, my episode is supposed to have Cat Stevens. Here comes my baby, but I didn't have it on there. Did you guys have it? No, no. I think it's on the DVD version. Oh, see, this is one yeah, of those so examples of be. they replaced the song. I definitely didn't have that beautiful Cat Stevens song, Here Comes My Baby. In this I episode. found it very interesting in this episode that a bunch of doctors didn't know where the G-spot was. <laughs> well, um, I found only, that very only Sarah's character didn't know where the G-spot No, was. and the young... Uh, she was a nurse. She was a young nurse. That doesn't mean... Listen, man, come on now. Come no, on, buddy. I think that, that it wasn't like... It, 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 she was a that particular young woman didn't know, and because Sarah was being slut shamed. By the way, this episode is about someone being slut shamed. Yeah, and uh, yeah, Sarah yeah, was being is. slut shamed by the entire hospital because she had a one night stand. That's very, I find that very interesting, and this is a an age old argument, but I find it very interesting that women aren't allowed to, or in society society based, women aren't allowed to be as sexual as they want to be without being shamed for it. Yeah, I, I think that's ridiculous too. And I think this episode uh, early on was trying to was trying to point it out how, how bullshit it was. Also, Sarah's looking for some sort of identity. Elliot's looking for some sort of identity in the hospital. She doesn't really have any. You and Judy tell her that her only identity is being white. And um and she's looking for Something that will help her stand out. So then as much as she doesn't like um, the attention she gets for this one night stand, 
she's then starting to enjoy it a little bit because she's like, oh, I love, you know, towards the end, she starts like feeling it a little bit. She's like, I'm Elliot Reed, tramp. <laughs> but there's nothing, I, I, that's the one thing that I'm, that I, I find, it's just a little weird to me. Because, you know, a guy sleeps with a lot of girls and he can still be looked at as a stud. A girl sleeps with a lot of guys, she's a slut. You know Why I mean? is that? Why is that? I don't understand. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it either. Because I, a woman's I, body used to be a commodity, and so it can be tarnished, whereas a guy can't tarnish his body because it's not worth anything other than what you can fight for. But if a girl's body is violated, then was she worth marrying? And we just haven't let go of that thought process. That's well some stupid. Said, that's some stupid ass shit right there, Joel. That can't. I can't get over that. It is real talk though that it's bullshit that there is a double standard and women can't do all the fun adventures. No, they can. They just are gonna get shamed for it. I know, but that's bullshit. Yeah, it is. I agree that that's fucking bullshit. The, all yeah. the guys. The whole point in this episode is these guys. All these these macho surgeons are all chest bumping and high fiving and talking about women. And then Sarah like goes and has a one night stand, and the whole hospital's talking about it, and everyone's staring at her, and everyone's giggling, and everyone's, and and this game of telephone goes around the whole hospital until finally it gets whispered in her ear, and she's like listening, and she's like, wait, I'm Elliot Reed, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't so, laugh at that, you didn't think that was funny. I thought that was funny. I thought Sarah was funny in this. She made me laugh a few times, and Rob made me laugh a few times when he when when he um. And he's when he's doing his motorboating. Well, <laughs> when gosh. he goes, I mean, he does some funny fucking oh my shit. God. I I I laughed. I I thought it was real cool the way it was shot. Me high fiving all of my friends. And yeah, the that spin was cool. And all of that stuff. And then it cuts to me and he goes, "Bye, Turk. Bye, Turk." I thought that was very funny. What about your lisp, which is really prominent? And you go, "It is um, very." My know, I, I wrote it down. To... You wrote, "My back is as swollen as Elliot's big ass breath, sir." Ugh, horrible. How many more episodes do we have to endure this lisp? I think it's like six or seven episodes before Bill was fighting. Oh. Like, you got to cut that shit now, off. Now I see what Bill... And these are the takes Bill chose. Yeah. And I'm sure you made you ADR it. But how you yeah. don't ADR it any better? Because you got the fucking lisp it's, still. That's one thing that changed a lot throughout Scrubs was my, my teeth. You know what I mean? I went from really tiny teeth to medium-sized teeth to season nine when I freaking get my teeth fixed. Like in season nine, I have temporaries, and and so you'll notice it when we start watching. My teeth look like fucking. They got, you know, I got jacked up teeth. You know what I mean? How many? Uh, how many types? How many different rounds of teeth have you had? I've had like four. Oh my god! So you had your baby teeth, right? Ba- the you- baby teeth that I started with. Then we. Then I tried to correct the baby teeth that I. When I look back at it now, I'm like, I wish I didn't correct it because my my smile was so youthful, but it was because I had teeth of a child. But Wait, I have a question. Did your teeth, did your baby teeth never fall out? They did, except for one. One didn't fall out, and it was stuck. Why didn't and you have it pulled? Because the big tooth grew around it, and I would have had a big gap in my, uh, in my mouth from that happening. Okay. Did your anyway, parents not take you to the dentist or some shit? They did, but I didn't want to get braces. I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm not getting braces. My oh, and then, ironic- bra- and then ironically, your most famous role was having braces. Yeah. To, to hide your fucked up teeth. To hide my fucked up teeth. Okay, so then we're in scrubs and you get your teeth redone. Yes. And then you had them redone again. Well, I got them redone. I got a bridge put in. And then one night while eating uh, from Greenblatt's, I was eating a Reuben- pastrami Reuben sandwich from Greenblatt's. Mm-hmm. 
and the bread was extra hard and I broke my bridge. And so when I went back to get the bridge fixed, he was like, why don't we just put a screw in it and there you won't ever have to worry about a bridge again. I was like, all right, fine, let's do that shit. And then the screw that they, the, the uh, fake tooth that they put in was bigger than all the teeth in my mouth. And so I was like, all right, now we got to fix this. Now I got to, for symmetry purposes, let's fix the whole thing. And that's how, that's how it happened. Now these, do these ones come out at night? You put them in like a cup? <laughs> They're not dentures. Oh, I picture they pop them out at night. <laughs> <laughs> do you put that little tablet in there? The little, I don't uh, like you right now. You put that my grandfather bubbly, has that. You put that little bubbly tablet in there. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's real funny when my when, when I used to visit my grandfather and he would wake up in the morning and didn't have his teeth in. How his face looked. <laughs> I could only imagine me right now with no teeth in my mouth. Oh my god, it's not a good look. It's not. Uh, it's a good have, look for my grandfather. Hey, listen, I can be self-deprecating um, about my appearance as well. I have no chin, and it really, you know, a lot of times the, the the cinematographer and the director would shoot me in a way that I, I I didn't mind the way I looked. But this episode in particular, I kept going, "Oh, that is not a good angle." I have, I just have no chin. I disagree with. That. Listen, I think you have this, a chin. This, I think you just might have someone, a little bit. Someone once wrote about me, like some like reporter was like writing a review, and they're like, the chinless braff. See, that's some bullshit. Fucked and up. that's tab, that's a tabloid speaking right well, there. Well, it, like, obviously, it obviously wasn't a nice person, but um, that's what they wrote. There's no way that's a respectable journalist. You know what I mean? Anybody who's going to sit there and make fun of someone's appearance to describe them is not a real journalist because we all come in different I'm shapes. I'm just saying if I were to get sizes, dentures like yours, I would get like chin dentures. I don't have dentures, you fucking... <laughs> Let's go to break. We're going to go to break. Let's go to break. We'll be right back. Can I rant for a second? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some random hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized that people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. That's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? Shh. Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC terms apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas only at Tacovas.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm just saying if they made like a chin, I know they make chin implants, but I'm not going to go have surgery. But if there were like a temporary thing, like it was like a, the equivalent of dentures, but it just kind of clipped on <laughs> and made me look like I had a bigger chin. Maybe I'll get a prosthetic for like a, one of my roles, one, one of my movie parts. I, you know, I feel that way about my hair, man. I feel that way about my hair. You know, a lot of people are blessed with a lot of hair. I have hair that is leaving me. It's literally... You can get plugs, though. No, black people can't get plugs. Why? It just doesn't do well, like it doesn't do well with the with the the healing process and all of these other things. They don't. Uh, it just doesn't. If you look it up, uh, African American hair doesn't do well with oh, hair plugs. I never. That's knew why that in trivia. all the Bosley commercials, it's mostly white men. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah. What about a toupee? <laughs> what about you kiss my ass? What about let's get back into the show? <laughs> Jamie Foxx has a great one. Well. I don't know that I know that I know that Jamie does wear his hair. Okay. Is this something we can talk about? 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's tabloid pictures. I don't have the real skinny on what's going on, but you can see that that hairline really. LeBron James, too, his hairline constantly. Well, that's the greatest comeback ever in sports history, right there. It's his hairline, dude. LeBron, why don't you call LeBron's guy? LeBron was bald, dude. He why don't you call LeBron's guy? I'm sure because LeBron... I, you know what? I think LeBron did the hair plugs, and it worked for him because he has the scar on his head now. That's the problem with hair plugs. You got to get a scar on your head. Do you want me to call LeBron and ask him who did his plugs? Because I'm making other calls for you. I'm calling Feige. I'm calling Sean Bailey. Do you want me to add LeBron? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, LeBron hair plugs for Donald. Okay. Got a lot of calls to make today. I would you know what the funniest out. part? Well, is Matthew love- McConaughey. What the hell did he do? Because that shit was on its way out, and now he has a full head of hair. He looks like freaking. He he's got a go. He's got golden locks. He's got a mane. Um, you know what the funniest part of this episode is? What's that? Ted's office. Yeah. We see Ted's office for the first time, and um. I wrote it down. He's so funny. I tell him that uh, that he has anosmia, um, Ted Lang, and he goes, "You cut off someone's nose. Where is it? Do you have it with you? You're disgusting. Get rid of the nose." <laughs> and then I go, "Ted, just calm down." He goes, "Maybe you should calm down." <laughs> and then he goes to his file folder uh, and, and pulls it out and fills out a file that says, "Oh, we don't have to worry. It's not our fault." And then I go, okay, thanks, Ted. And he goes, it's my birthday. And you're like, what? And I'm like, what? And he goes, nothing. And I leave. And he goes to himself, and many more. (laughs) (laughs) And then it pays off in the end. It pays off in the end when Judy's like, when Judy goes and tells Kelso about Cox actually not making a mistake and the hospital won't get sued. Right. And he's like, now get out of here. Because he's pissed that he can't berate Cox and, you know, make Cox feel low. He's right. like, get out of here because I'm about to make somebody hurt. Yeah. And here comes Ted with his cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> for his he, birthday. He's, lit in, he, he's got a cupcake with a candle in it that he's he's lit for himself. He's like, you mind if I sit down, You sir? mind if I sit down? And, and Kelsey's like, yes, please. By all means. That's so funny. Well, how great is Sam Lloyd? Rest Sam in peace. Sam Lloyd, amazing. Rest in peace, Sam Lloyd. So amazing on this by the way, speaking of Show. rest in peace, I gotta mention that that beautiful woman from Glee who who they who they found today. Naya Rivera, trapped. yeah. Is it Naya Rivera? Her? Yeah, they found they her. found her. They found oh a body. God. They haven't. TMZ is, says it's her. That but is they the haven't, most. Uh, that is the most tragic fucking story. I mean, people are just oh. dying in the most horrible ways. It feels like lately. Um, yeah. Um, and 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 uh, I I I don't know. I I thought that 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 she. I never met her in real life, but man, she was so talented and. Out on a boat with her kid. I mean, fucking hell. Yeah, it's uh, it's really crazy. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston, rest in peace. Uh, yeah, yeah, crazy. Oh, uh, and you guys, Russell Westbrook was just uh, tested positive for COVID nineteen. Wow. Who's that? I'm sorry. So Russell Westbrook is 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 one of the NBA's elite players. He's the only NBA player since Bill. No, since uh, Oscar Robertson to average a triple-double for an entire season. He's done it for a couple of seasons, uh, and he just tested positive for COVID. That's crazy. So the basketball season's not going to really be able to happen, right? They're all in a bubble. If, listen, if golf can happen, if all of these other Golf is different. Can... Golf, you're out on your own. These guys are going to be bumping up against each other. Yeah, but if you can, can – that's the whole thing. If you can contain the virus in that bubble and it not – blow up in that bubble you can 
within half a season. The problem you is, would do is it if I could. If you could safely tell me that everyone is being tested going into this bubble, yeah, I would do it. So what's like going and doing fellas? a movie? That's like going and doing a movie right now. If they can I assure you, they're not going to be able to. I I totally agree. But if they could assure you, we'll have everybody, crew included, and food being made within everything, catering everything. No one leaves this bubble after you've been tested and you get tested regularly. And then it all it takes is one person to go to make that mistake. Yeah. Beard Fassay's in the background in this episode. Yeah, good to see Beard Mick Fassay. Mickhead is in this yes. episode. Mickhead is one of the guys ogling Sarah Chalk. Yes, at the end of the episode. Yeah, lots of men are. What about when um, Todd is playing the bongos on Dr. Amato's head? That's funny. Yeah, that is very funny. <laughs> me, oh, how about, uh, what did you say, Dr. Amato? Dr. Amato, yeah. What did you say before that? But you say something robotic. Oh, I domo, domo arigato, Dr. Dr. Amato. Amato. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, they couldn't have found a, a shorter actor, and so there's there's all this like creative camera work to try and make him seem shorter than he actually is. Yeah. I mean, the guy did a great job, but I don't know why they didn't just hire a shorter person. Yeah, there's one shot where at the end it's definitely a camera up high on a high angle looking down at him right. and then on a camera on a low angle looking yeah, at him. Yeah, they had to accentuate it. To make it seem I mean, like he's short. He's... he's a short man, but I mean... They tried to make him Hobbit short, though. Like... Yeah, they tried, to, they tried to do some Hobbit shit, right? Yeah. Where they, like, cheated the, the size of him. Yeah. It's funny when she, uh, Elliot's talking about, you know, when she gets into, uh, she says, I'm Elliot Reed Tramp. She starts to get into it. And she's like, I, I, told the, I told her the only two sexual positions I know. And then I just started naming bugs. Yeah. And then she goes, the thing is, she said she already tried stink bug. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Um, we should talk about this bingo game that everybody's been playing now that Joelle brought to our attention. I brought is it that, to your attention. Well, Joelle brought it to your attention. No, she didn't. Oh, you I just it liked to... it. Oh. <laughs> I just put a heart on it. I was like, I saw it on Twitter. It was amazing. That's pretty cool. Uh, you already said a, quite a few things from the I was on time. Oh, so are, you pl- are you playing uh, the game as we No, go? but I looked at it and I was like, wow, this is really interesting. These are our habits that we seem to do in every episode or almost every episode. Enough so that somebody can play a game of bingo. Right. I don't yeah. have it in front of me. What were some of the things? Well, you saying that's funny. Have I said that so far? You said that several times so far. Okay. Today. Me being late. Uh, me saying, you know what I mean? Us arguing. Us arguing. Five, yeah. six, seven, eight. Yeah. Uh, what was some you of the singing. Me singing. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think it's when Joelle or Dan speaks. Both right. have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we got every everyone covered. Joelle, what are some of the other ones? Do you have it up in front of you? I was trying to look for it so we could give credit. It was to on person. Twitter, yeah. Someone made a, yeah. A, a a fake doctor's real friends bingo card. Let's see if I can find it. Hey, by the way, I was thinking, you know, now that Europe is 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 really conquered this, we could go tour, do this show, and tour it across Europe. That's we, if they'll let us in. <laughs> oh, that's right. We're not allowed we'll have in. We have to sneak in. <laughs> We'd have to figure in. out a way to We're get in. We're allowed in, in the UK. We could just tour the UK. <laughs> We'd, we'd, we'd <laughs> that's the only oh man, issue. but all right, imagine Europe starts letting us in again because this country, I'm sorry, we are so fucked with this virus right now <laughs> and it's not getting any better. So I thought you and I are, should go on a European tour 
and we're going to tour fake doctors, real friends around. We're going to bring Joel and Daniel. We're going to get a big ass tour bus and we're going to make the fake doctors, real friends express. Wow. Let's <laughs> fucking do it. Let's Let it, can do it. Be it. Like a national lampoons, European tour. Yeah. Type we're going to go on all the adventures. We're going to um, do this show live in front of people. They're going to come to the theater. I, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm not talking about tomorrow because we're not allowed in Europe anyway, but I'm saying like soon. All right. I'm down for that. You know, the second, the second we started Europe, talking about touring recently, so maybe that's where we I just start. think I'm, I'm tired of being in my house, and I know you are too. And what if there was a way, once Europe allows American citizens back in, how embarrassing is that sentence? <laughs> Do you know, I think I read online there's like only 20 or 25 countries that U.S. citizens are currently allowed into. Okay. <laughs> We're fucking, what a laughing you know, stock I read another. I read another. I read another. Are. I read another article where it said Florida is the fourth highest uh, country, uh, not fourth highest country, but it has, uh, it's the fourth highest in all of the world, uh, countries included, uh, COVID. Yeah. It goes yeah. something like Germany. So another country, the United States of America, and then Florida. Yeah, DeSantis. Nailed it. Nailed it, DeSantis. Let's do a real quick pickup here with the fake Dr. Jill Friends bingo. Uh -huh. Okay, so the person who created it is on Twitter as at brown underscore bear underscore Moby, M-O-B-E. Oh, uh, brown bear Moby. Yeah. Some of the other topics that would have you been able to put on your thing today is... Um, Donald does an Oprah impression. Hello! <laughs> no, but he, we haven't gotten there yet, but he's going to do it when we have the guests, so you would have yeah, had that yeah. one. What else? Uh, ask Bill, Star oh, Wars talk. Oh, my that. God, Star Wars talk. <laughs> what else? Um, ringtone reference, Willie talk. We haven't. Oh, yeah, we did Willie talk. A little bit of Willie talk. Uh, we haven't uh, done a ringtone reference. Get your ringtones. Mm -hmm. Another one. Another one. Mm -hmm. uh, an essential workers shout out. We haven't done that yet. We will. We haven't done that yet. That's at the end of the show. And uh, someone talks about wanting a hug. And we Those haven't done that yet either. Top ones. Yeah. I do want to hug you, Donald. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Listen, whoever, uh, Brown Bear uh, Moby, you did a good job because um, everybody would uh, would have had a full bingo card. So you guys yeah. go get your go get your fake doctor. Maybe we should, we should put um, that up on the... Maybe put a link to it, Joelle. Where can you put it? That's a yeah, good idea. That. Maybe we can make, since we've got all of this merch coming our way. Yeah, merch. And it's coming soon, people. So just hang on, hang in there. Yeah. Maybe that's how we do it. If you can get your bingo card into Joelle, the first one, to, uh, how do we do that? Where we play mm -hmm. a, a big-ass bingo game, and if we fulfill your card... We should start. There's got to be a way to do it where we hand out bingo cards via uh, either email or a website where you sign up and you get a bingo oh, card. Oh, that sounds like so much work. How about we just put this dude's bingo card like on a t shirt or because something? Because it's the same bingo. Well, that's fine too, but it's the same bingo card though. I know, but people yeah. aren't going to really play. It's just the inside joke of it all. No one's going to say that. Who doesn't want to like, fucking play bingo? You think bingo people are going to be so like, okay, the show's starting. Let me get my card out. No, it's not going to happen. It's just a joke. They were getting the booze out when the show started. Yeah, but they said, like, someone told me, I, I read on one of the comments was, good thing this isn't a drinking game because we'd all be shit-faced. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so you guys do have 
from our kombucha friends, GT's Kombucha. Uh, they are offering to send free kombucha to a fan. So we can either do it through a oh. fan poll, or if you guys want oh, to award shit. Mr. Brown Bear, I can reach out to him and say thank you for the bingo card. Yes. GT's Kombucha. That's a good idea. That's a gr- I, I discovered a new flavor of GT Kombucha. GT's what? Kombucha. What? Gingerberry. Oh. Mm. Gingerberry. It is good. You know, I went to Air One, the the, the health food store here, and I uh-huh. didn't know that there were like so many flavors of GT's kombucha. I th- I just know the ones they sent us. Do you know there's like there's so many flavors? They had a yeah. whole refrigerator rack. It was like let me tell you oh! something. Right. Ginger berry tastes good. Hold on one second. I'll be right back. Okay. He's probably going to get it. So that's a good idea, Joel. We could. I think we give a prize to a, a fan, a fan, a fan, a deserving fan of the week. I love that. And I think well, this we can do bingo, of the month. Of the month. Okay, because we're not going to get it that much. Of yeah. the month. So this one's this month's prize will go to Brown Bear Moby. Yeah, M-O-B-E. Moby. Um, for his uh for his genius fake doctor's real friends bingo card. Thank you. I'll hit him, yeah, I'll hit him up on Twitter now and I'll let uh, GTs know we picked a winner. Donald, while you're away, we decided that we were going to give our monthly GTs prize to the creator of the bingo card. Oh yeah, yeah. You, do you okay. are you okay with that? And you're the co-host. You're the co-creator uh, of the show. Are you okay with that? I'm fine. I'm fine with that. I, uh, well, well, there you go. So if you have interesting uh, ideas for our show and you want us to, uh, or merch ideas, or merch ideas, and you want to. Give us, uh, give them to us. Uh, you won't be just giving them to us. You will receive a gift from us. You might receive something as dope as a GT's kombucha care package. Let me tell you something right now. I drink it every day. I'm out. I'm out of my last shipment. Now I go to the store and buy it now. Oh, yeah. Now I'm going to have to go buy it, too. <laughs> now I'm going to have to go do what you're supposed to do and go buy it. It's delicious, man. It really is good. Uh, I do it. I I drink when I'm working out. I drink mm. it when I'm just chilling out in the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. Mm-hmm. My wife's like, "Would you like another GT's kombucha?" And I look at her and I go, "Another one." Another one. <laughs> but you remember, you're only supposed to have three a day, Donald. That's what GT himself told us. That's right. Don't another you. one. Let's take a break. We'll be right back after these fine words. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval term. Apply. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, 
Tecovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tecovis has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tecovis.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value, and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Last thing for your bingo card, Donald doing Oprah voice. Mm. How's it going? Hi, Jamie. How are you? How are you? Good. Good to see you. Welcome to uh, Fake Doctors, Real Friends with Donald Faison, Zach Braff, Daniel Goodman, and Joelle Monique. Where are you calling from, Jamie? Toronto. Toronto. Oh, oh she got her. She got her uh, championship T-shirt on, y'all. She's flashing her Toronto Raptors championship t-shirt too bad they lost uh your boy last year when they lost Kawhi Leonard okay, but we're still good <laughs> yeah you guys are still <laughs> really champs, good you got not only are you cha- I'm gonna be honest with you I thought you guys were gonna be I thought you guys were gonna suck this year but Pascal Siakam holy shit he can play ball mm-hmm. uh your point guard which is I, uh, I forget Mike Jeminski Mike Jeminski no it's not Mike Jeminski I forget his name he has a he has a very unique name 
It's like Otis uh, Bird song. No, it's not Otis Bird song. <laughs> uh, anyway, he stepped up. He's now averaging 16 points a game. Uh, you guys got a little bit of a crew over there. You still Jamie, got Kyle you, Lowry. Jamie, uh, Donald said that he wanted to live in Toronto if he could live anywhere. I um, know. I love that. I was so excited. You should. I love that city. Yeah. It's my kind of town. You know what I mean? What's a good, uh, what, do you have a favorite bar, uh, Jamie, that Donald and I should go to when we're in Toronto? Mm. In the T-Dot? In the, when we're in the six? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like Toronto food is the best. So Okay. What's your favorite restaurant we should go to? Is there a restaurant that you should recommend? Well, that's the thing about Toronto. Toronto is so dope because it's not it's not American food. It's not Americanized. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, you go and get Italian American food or you go get uh or you go get Ethiopian American food. You actually go get food from the culture. So Italian is actually the people that are that live in little Italy uh aren't necessarily from canada they're from italy and have moved to little italy in toronto so everything is very authentic when it comes to food that sounds good i just thought jb might be like oh my god you have to try such and such like well like um, she's like in and out is an amazing burger like i say if you come to los angeles you have to try salt's cure it's like the best restaurant in town isn't that that restaurant that you own yeah but it's good (laughs) i love that place salt's cure they do have a great brunch i gotta tell you Salt right, does have a great brunch. I know. Uh, Jamie, sorry, this episode that you just joined has really gone off the rails today. It's all over the place, but uh, it will always be remembered as a crazy one. Do you have a question okay. for uh, for Oprah over here? Yes, I do. Um, you said that memorizing lines were really difficult for you. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering when you had to do um, the episode where you were speaking in Spanish, how did that go for you? Mm. I don't remember, to be honest with you, but I imagine I, uh, uh, Judy was hanging out around the set to make sure I said my lines correctly. Uh, if I if I remember correct, if I remember, I, I believe that was the case. But I didn't have to speak a lot of Spanish. I had to speak very little Spanish. I think Turk spoke poor Spanish, as a matter of fact, didn't he? Or he yeah, was learning it so he could talk to uh, Carla's brother, who spoke mm-hmm. Spanish, and he kept messing up. Anyway, uh, oh, I forgot about your whole nemesis that was her brother. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I'm gonna keep it 100 with you, Jamie. I, I, I'm sure they fed me lines off camera, and that's how I was able to do. Donald's it. very good at mimicking Jamie, so he could, he can like mimic things really, really well. Um, so I'm sure that someone was probably just saying it, and he was just like copying it. Yeah, if you can listen. If you can make, if it's going to make my performance better, I have no problems with line readings. But if it's not going to make my performance better, please don't do it. Yeah, well, this wasn't wouldn't really be a line reading if someone just saying repeat after me. Sure, if somebody was like, say it like this, que hora es, you yeah. know what I mean? Okay, was, que hora es, you know yeah. what I mean? That's a line reading. That was perfect. I said it just like I said it. Yeah, good job. Uh, like, what else, Do you have Jamie? another question? Do you have a what question else, for Zach Braff? Yes, I do. Um... I'm wondering, because when I would watch it back, I swear my thinking was in your voiceover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, because um, you haven't really talked about the voiceover work. So what was that process like? That's a good question. No one That's has a, asked that, that. Nobody's ever asked that. Either. By the way, That's Jamie, really kudos to you. Because after after 20 years of being on the show, Donald and I pretty much know the, the 20 questions we're going to get asked. And you have gone outside the box. No one has ever asked me the voiceover process. Um, on set, because we had to time out 
you know, a lot of times our movement around, there would be timed out for how long my voiceover was. So in the rehearsal, I would read it just so everyone could get a sense of its place in the scene. And then while we were doing the scene, my stand-in, whose name was Scott Rabidou, would would read it. So if we're in the middle of a scene and you kind of, you know, we all had to pause for the voiceover, uh, Scott Rabidou would be off camera reading the voiceover. And then at a certain point in the week, um, I'd find a time to go down. Um, uh, there, um, w- They built a, a sound booth studio into the hospital. And I would go down into the sound booth and uh, and record all my voiceovers for the episode. And I'd go into the booth and I'd kind of read each one three or four times, um, kind of trying different ways of doing it, trying different speeds of doing them. And, th- and that would those are what they'd use for editing. Then there were times Bill would come, hey, will you come in here? I want you to redo this one for this reason. Or, hey, will you come into the edit room? I rewrote this one. Or, hey, you got to do this one way faster. And we'd tweak it as we went along. But just so the editors had something to work with, I would go in and kind of lay them all down. And um, that's how it was done. Very subtle thing that probably only sound engineers would notice is there was a different microphone used for the boom mic that was recording the actors on on set versus a sort of more voiceover style um microphone um, for the voiceovers. And they always added a tiny bit of little reverb, a tiny bit of little echo to the voiceovers so that if it was ever unclear, the audience in their head could distinguish between a voiceover and JD really talking, which would only happen sometimes if you were like, if I was off camera, they'd be like, wait, is JD saying that out loud or is that a voiceover? So they added this little bit of effect onto the voiceover that not everyone notices. That's great. Do you that have another great, question? We'll give was, you another one. Yeah, that was such a good question, Jamie. Now you really, you really... Uh, Set the bar high. <laughs> um, I guess, what is a scene that you can remember that was just so funny you guys could barely get through it? Ooh. Um, singing guy love Sorry. to each other. Singing that was, guy, that was singing funny. Singing guy love. When, when, when um, he holds up his fist and I say, you're the only man that's ever been inside of me. And you grab my fist? Yeah. Whoa, and then, whoa, and then whoa. And Alan goes, whoa, 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 whoa. I just took out his appendix. There's and no I go, need to and I go, clarify. And he goes, oh, oh no. no. No, no, you go like this. You go, oh, no. Oh, like, no. I, oh, no. I feel like we should clarify. <laughs> There's no need to clarify. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Just let it grow more and more each day. It's, it's like, like I married man. my best friend. But in a totally manly way. Let's go. <laughs> what, I love, what I love about the let's go was, the let's go was, let's go to the end of the bed and sing yeah, the rest and sing of the, the song. song. <laughs> let's go. It's let's go. Sky love. Let's go to the, let's walk two feet to the right and sing the rest of this song. Let's go. It's. Anyway. Guy love. <laughs> compromise. The feeling, the feeling of, of some, some other, guy. other guy holding up your heart into the sky. Oh, anyway. I'll be there to share through all the lows. I'll be there to share the highs. Do your, do your Michael Jackson thing. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say, I love you, Turk, it's not what it implies. It's guy love between two guys. That sounds like Phantom of the Opera. But that's Um anyway, look at that, Jamie. You got us to sing Guy Love. Um I love that. That was awesome. I wish I could send you GT's kombucha, but Joelle already gave it away. 
<laughs> we only get a monthly supply. We only get one pallet a month to give away. Joelle, we're going to need more <laughs> gifts to give to people because you've got me on this. You know, on real radio shows, they always you're in give a away. Car- you're in a giving mood right now, dude. Well, listen, you know, on a real radio show, they're always giving away shit. I got two tickets to see Steely Dan, whatever it is. Like, I really want to give Steely Dan? Sh- I was the first thing that came to my mind. <laughs> I want to give shit away. Babyface. Okay. Live at the Palladium. <laughs> Doing all the hits. I'll buy your clothes. Is that a Babyface song? I'll pay your rent. I'll make your dinner for you. As soon as I get home from work, I'll... (laughs) That's the song? I'll pay your rent? Dude, Babyface could write songs about anything. He wrote a song called Shoop, and the whole song is Shoop. 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 All you got to do is shoot, shoot, shoot. Tacovas are one of my favorite boot brands. They're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've made some innovations in comfort, style, and service. These boots are Austin designed, Texas tested, and handmade down in the boot making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico. Whenever I slip on my Tacova's boots, I feel the cowboy magic, Donald. They're tough enough for getting dirty, but classic and stylish enough for a night out on the town. If you ever wonder if you can pull off cowboy boots, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas. You'll see. They'll become your new favorite footwear. Cowboys knew what they were doing when they invented Western wear. If you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. As a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovas has said they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on Tacovas.com. Just use code REALFRIENDS at checkout. That's R-E-A-L. F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so there are always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code REALFRIENDS at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tacovas. only at Tacovas.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And people like the song? This shit was a number one hit. Oh, this yeah, shit was on the, This shit was number one. It was one of Whitney Houston's biggest hits. Wait, didn't we go to Babyface's house once? <laughs> yeah, for, remember? Yes, that's right. And all I remember Halloween was- Halloween party at the freaking, whatchamacallit, at the- uh, at the uh, Playboy Mansion. At the Playboy Mansion. And we went with, uh, we went with my old manager, Evan Haney. We went with Babyface's wife at the time. Right, and we went to Babyface's house. And we went to, I remember us walking in and being like, holy shit. There was a guard gate. Size. I remember that a house yeah. had its own guard gate. It looked I like that, I thought that a... was. I thought that was baller. I was like, one yeah. day I need my own guard gate. He, but the property <laughs> was huge. It was like, yeah. he had tennis courts. He had yeah. a big ass field. Yeah. Baby, baby face did well for himself. Yeah, you think? Is he still with that that woman who was your manager, ex manager? No, they broke up. Oh, so she, she went got on, half. Her name was Tracy. She, she went probably on got Tracy the guard Edmonds. gate. She probably got the guard gate. She's she's done very well for herself. She's a very she's a movie producer. She's she's uh she's she's managed anyway, quite a I, few actors. I've and seen actresses. the house that Shoop 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 got and it was dope. Well, I, I think that's the I think that was the the one that Boys to Men got him cuz you know Babyface wrote uh uh he wrote uh, end of the road still I, I can't let go. go. It's so natural. You belong to, to me. me. I, I belong be- to you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I could have been in Boys to Men. No. No, I could have been. No. Because I can sing um, falsetto really well. I could have been the guy who always does falsetto. No. End of the road. Don't they need no. a guy who always sings falsetto? Do you remember that time we met Neo? Who's Neo? Oh, boy. Oh, no. You're breaking my heart now, man. Oh, is he man, someone in Boys to Men? Heart. No, he's not someone in Boys <laughs> to Men, but we were in Vegas. Now at that time, Patrick came to Vegas to meet us in Vegas. 
and his wife threw up all over the place and they had to leave in the middle of the Yeah, in the middle of the show. That? Right. And but we introduced uh Neo. We, yeah, I don't know who it is. I know we introduced him. I don't know his music. He wrote So sick of love songs. So sad and slow. I know that Why all of can I turn off the radio? I remember that we were at this club and they said, Would you guys want to come introduce Neo? And at first we were like, No, 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 thank you. We're just here to have fun. But that's very sweet of you to ask. Thank you. Then we got hammered and they were like, Do you want to introduce Neo? We were like, Yes, we yeah! do. Fuck yeah, we do. And we were like on stage being like, Yeah. There was a pole Neo, on stage and we jumped on the pole yeah, like there we was were like strippers. A, there was a stripper pole and we were like sliding around the pole. <laughs> and then we were like, And I was like, In my head, I had no idea who Neo was. But I'm like, Y'all ready for <laughs> he sings he's you know he sings that song with pitbull uh what's the big song excuse me excuse me i might die da, 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 i should tonight i might not see tomorrow tonight on a love for you tonight, tonight. for you we might not know that one we know. might not see tomorrow. Let's do it tonight. Joelle looks like she's about to light a lighter and hold it in the sky right now. Here for it. Let's do it tonight. <laughs> no? Okay. Donald, you should put out an album. I am. I'm going to put out greatest hits. And it's only going to be the first five lines of every song that I know. I feel like I'm not lying. If I wasn't your best friend and just knew you, I would buy the Donald Faison cover tracks album. But it would only be five lines. It would be like, tonight, I'm in love for you tonight. Although we've come to the end of the, blame it on the night. Oh, when you are be here in my arms. Uh, Something gonna, like that. You're going to need a nap after this episode. I know, man. This is what I mean, y'all. He goes hard, and then he's going to get woozy and need a nap. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm woozy. I'm woozy, yo. You guys that would have be any a, more questions or that would be, for Jamie? Or that would be a good... By the way, that would be another one. That would be a good, uh, that would be a good uh, notification. I'm woozy. I'm woozy, yo. <laughs> another one. Another one. I'm woozy. I would, so love, I would so love my notification whenever I got a text to be like, I'm woozy. Jamie, we loved having you on our show. Jamie, um, it was a pleasure. Jamie, you really represented Toronto and Canada well. Um, She's from the T dot. Give it up yeah. for the T dot, y'all. And thank thunderous you for coming on. for the six. Thought, give her some thunderous applause. Oh, look at applause, that. She got a Garden State. Oh, thank you. She, Jamie's representing, holding up her Garden State DVD. Thank you, Jamie. That's a good movie. Donald was almost in it, but he didn't read it. Um, as many of you know, he couldn't find time to read it. Well, Thank listen, you. I have Hi. seen the movie several times now. Yes. To make up for it, I've seen the movie several times. Did you know, Jamie, I once flew to London to watch Zach perform in a play? Yes, at the Duke of York's Theater in the West End. Yeah, yes. I paid my own ticket money. Oh, that was nice fly, of you. To fly to London and watch Zach Brad. Dude, I feel like we did the show already. I know though. we did, but this episode was... I'm sorry to the audience. I, we, we, it, we started at 11. I had a Red Bull. Uh, I can't... Donald must be drinking... I am not drinking. Today. I am. I am. I am on my uh, on my Joe Rogan pill, though. Oh God! And I want you to know something that um, if this episode is eleven minutes long, it's because we had to edit a lot of shit out of it. So I apologize. <laughs> yeah, we talked about a lot of things that we want you to hear, 
but we're just ashamed. We're not ashamed, but we're scared that you're going to shame us for it. Yes. And that's the last thing anybody ever no, wants to be ashamed. No, we don't want to be shamed. So if you're wondering yourself, hey, I'm about to go on a jog. Why is this episode 11 minutes long? It's because Donald needed to be censored. At the I, end of the road. I could be in that band, dude. I feel fucking... Dude, I, could, I would love to have seen Boys to Men. It would well, imagine the four four of them and then you singing with them. <laughs> well, I did uh, Boys to Menorah with Charlie. Remember, that's how we met. Absolutely. But I would... But that's not how you met. But I would love to have seen right. you be in the Boys to Men band back in the day. It's like that one black guy that's in all the white bands. You know, there's the white oh bands. It's to make it so that it works. Just so we can have it so that... Not only white people listen to our music. Let's put a let's put a brother in the band. Just Do you to remember the Eddie Murphy sketch in. where he was the fifth Beatle? Yeah, I'll, she loves you. Was she loves you, man? <laughs> <laughs> She's got a ticket to ride. Was she got a ticket to ride? And the bitch don't care, man. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys have help, never seen help me, man. <laughs> if you if you never seen the sketch where Eddie Murphy uh, was the fifth Beatle on SNL, please go watch it. That shit's hilarious. That's one of the fun. That's that he had some funny. Oh, listen, God. I wish I could be friends with Eddie Murphy, Donald. Can we so make that I. happen? Why can't he be our friend? I feel I like would, if I could put him in a movie, if I could, if I could just get to work with him as a as a as a director actor, that's how we, it would then start. Maybe we right? could be friends with him. That's what you do. That there's not really a part for him. No, it's not really a part for Eddie in this new one. Right. I am writing. By the way, I I just wrote before this podcast a letter to a thespian who I would love to be in my movie, who's one of your favorites. That's all I'm going to say. I can't, I can't say more. But I'm going to off the air tell you, don't guess, but I'm going to off the air tell you who it is. And I hope this is, I'm putting out into the universe. Now, you, you fans, you listeners, you friends of ours will be the first to know if he says yes. Leo? <laughs> no, it's not Leo. Although we, everybody knows about your Leo crush, buddy. It's okay. You know, I do love me people. some Leo, man. I know. I know. Come on, man. There's nobody better. I'm I sorry. feel like you want. I feel like you want to hide the peep with Leo. No, no, I don't want to. Come on, man. I think. I think. Come on, man. No, the dude's fucking amazing. No, I know he's amazing, him. but you talk about him a lot. It's like you trying to play hide the peep. There are certain trying people to dock? on this you planet. Trying to do- are you trying to dock? No, I'm not trying to dock. If you had to dock, would you would you dock Leo? If someone put a gun to your head and said, "Dock someone now," I dock you, dude. Oh, thank you. Five, six, seven, eight. About show we made about a bunch of docs and nurses and a janitor who loved to hate. I said he's got stories that we all should know. So gather round to hear our gather round to hear our scrubs rewatch show with Zach and Don. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, it's simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. You can learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? Even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive. 
In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleha Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.